It's game time. Over to Derek Wills and Peter Lombardius with first period play-by-play. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Sponsored by Cell Point Toyota. I am up there since Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. We're getting set for a heavyweight fight between the Pacific Division leading Flames and the Central Division leading Colorado Avalanche. It is now time to introduce you to tonight's starting lineups. They are brought to you by Alpine Credits. We'll begin with the starters for Daryl Sutter's Flames at forward. Michael Backlund between Andrew Mangiapane and Tyler DeFoley on defense. Noah Hannafin paired up with Rasmus Anderson, and in goal, it is Jacob Markstrom. And starting for Jared Bednar's Avalanche up front, Nazem Kadri between Valerie Nachushkin and Miko Rantanen. On the back end, Devon Taves paired up with Carol McCarr, and in net, it is Darcy Kemper. Tonight's starting lineups brought to you by Alpine Credits. Own your home, Alpine Credits can get your loan approved. Alpine Credits, homeowners get approved. Visit alpinecredits.ca. Backland and Kadri line up for the opening face-off. Do a little jostling, and the puck gets dropped. Flames win that draw, and we are underway with the first period of play. Here at Scotiabank, saddled home as Kadri steamrolls Backland. Ten seconds into the first period. Well, that'll set the tone early. McCarr's going to kick the puck right in on Markstrom. He stops it and drops it. Now Hannafin will bank it off the end boards to Anderson. He delivers the pass to Backland. He'll slide it up the left wing side to Hannafin, who bounces it off the leg of Mangiapane and deep into the avalanche zone. In this opening period of the Flames with their home red jerseys on with yellow and white trim. We're moving from right to left on your radios. The avalanche with their road white jerseys with burgundy, steel blue, and silver trim are moving from left to right. Chuck picked the puck up and spring Johnny Gaudreau. He steps in and shoots and backhands it wide of Kemper's net. What a pass by Kachuk to Gaudreau for the Flames' first scoring chance of the game. A brilliant pass of nearly 100 feet. Here's Gaudreau, up the middle to Elias Lindholm who drops. Gaudreau tries to return the puck to Lindholm, but ends up bouncing into the near corner. Gaudreau grabs it, throws it back to the blue line, but Oliver Shillington had backed off, and the Flames have to regroup inside of their own territory. Both teams will change, one minute and 15 seconds, and it was scoreless first period. Here comes Dylan Dubé, who's been flying of late, with six points in his last six games. It up the right wing side and gets checked by Curtis McDermott. Loose puck is picked up by Eric Johnson. He moves it up the near boards. Nikita Zadorov stepping up on Andrew Cogliano, knocks him off the puck. And now Zadorov will move it into the avalanche zone where McDermott takes over and slides it up the middle. Nico Stern tries to clear it out. It ends up bouncing back in, and Kemper will tee it up and behind the net for McDermott. He moves it up the right wing side, Eric Johnson, and he'll lift it up in the air and deep into Flames territory. Anderson back to get it. Moves the puck up the near boards. Hannafin bounces it by Milan Lucic and out. And now we've got an icing call on the Avalanche. Two minutes and two seconds in. We'll have a face-off coming up to Darcy Kemper's right. 
tonight's opening face-off was brought to you by Eastside Dodge. With tons of inventory, including 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, and of course, Ram 1500s. Hurry into Eastside Dodge today. Well, the Flames with a great early opportunity. Johnny Gaudreau, career high five assists. It's not a career high points wise, but he was magic. And Matthew Kachuk made a wonderful pass to spring him, but he shot it wide. John Monahan was an offensive zone drop. Trevor Lewis with a shot, fought off by Kemper. Monahan will hold it in right point, bank it off the boards to Lewis. That's a sharp angle shot off. It's steered aside by the Avalanche goaltender. And now a big body check as Monaghan barrels right over Calgary product, Logan O'Connor. Sean Monaghan back in the lineup after being a healthy scratch in the last two games. First time in his career that he was a healthy scratch for performance reasons. So he should be a motivated flame in this game against the Avalanche tonight. Sean's a very proud stand-up guy, always has been. Can't even imagine what it's been like for him in the last four, five, six days. But... With that, I fully expect him to be completely engaged. Good first shift. Want to face off, knock Logan O'Connor down. Good way to begin. Right into Logan's dad. Miles a little bit earlier today. Yeah, Miles is a good player in his day. Yeah. Spent parts of four seasons in the NHL with the Devils and the Ducks. Hockey on the Flames net, Chris Tanner. Moving up the fireboards, Andrew Mangiapane. He'll slide it up ahead. His pass was off the skate of Shillington, and the puck deflects deep into the Avalanche zone. Josh Manson, one of a number of players that the Avalanche added at or approaching the NHL's trade deadline. Playing in his first game with the Avalanche versus the Flames. Of course, uh, the Flames saw him a lot when he was a member of the Ducks. Here's Nichushkin up the middle of the ice. And Andre Burakovsky drops, and now Jack Johnson shoots right into the chest protector of Jacob Markstrom, who will hold on. And speaking of Jacob Markstrom, making his fourth straight start to start this six-game homestand, what a season he's having. Certainly one of the top two candidates for the Vezina Trophy. He leads the league with a career-high nine shutouts. Is tied for fifth in wins with a career-high 31. Is fourth in goals against average at 2.16, which is a career low. He's tied for fourth in save percentage at 925, which is a career high, and has been really good against the Avalanche in his career. More on that in a moment. Back of the far corner, picked up by Arturi Lekkonen, making his Avalanche debut tonight. They acquired him from the Canadians at the deadline. Had to wait a little while to get him into the lineup, though. Trying to get some visa issues dealt with. I'm not talking about the credit card. Avalanche get the puck in deep. Hannafin clears it up to the earboards, not out. Lekkonen will hold it in. Bounce it near side to Alex Newhook, who steps in and shoots. That shot gets through. It is fought off by Markstrom. Didn't look like much, but I think that was a tricky save for the Flames goaltender. Yeah, the youngster Newhook hasn't scored in 17 games, but he did a really nice job of using the traffic in front, and it was not an easy save at all. Here's Hannafin. Just out of rice to play Coleman, and now up the middle. Callie Arncrow steps in and shoots. Kemper the save. Big rebound, and Coleman will collect it. Coleman with a shot. Gets blocked by McDermott. They get all tangled up as JT Confer will pick the puck up, skated across center, and backhanded in behind the Flames net. Markstrom will chop it up the near boards. Coleman leaves it for Zadora, who gets hit hard by Cogliano as Dubé comes in and shoots, going for the five hole of Kemper. Almost squeezed that puck through his pads, but 
Avalanche goaltender is able to hold on. And speaking of Darcy Kemper, he's had a really good first season with the Avalanche. He's established a new career high for wins in a season. He is 39-3 with five shutouts, uh, 2.41 goals against average, and a 9.23 save percentage in 46 games. He's been really good against the Flames in his career, Lou. 5-2-1, three shutouts, a 1.89 goals against average, and a 9.44 save percentage in nine career games and we've seen him at his best and we've seen him at his worst in two games this season give up three goals on 15 shots before getting pulled in a 4-3 overtime loss on march 5th and then how did he respond to that well by stopping all 46 shots in a three nothing win on march 13th and remember 22 of those came in period number three when the flames really pushed that's right Billington trying to pass to Lewis, but it's off the stick of Miko Rantanen. Up over the glass and out of play. Well, the face-off coming up to Kemper's right. Uh, should introduce you to the on-ice officials for this hockey game. The referees are Chris Schleicher and Peter McDougal. The linesman Keel Murchison and Brian Pansick. Monahan out there in the line with Lucic and Lewis. Wins another offensive zone draw back in the blue line to Tannen. So shovels the puck beyond the avalanche net. Lucic turns into the near corner. Swings it up the far side to Tanner. Plays it behind the net to Lucic again. Lucic protecting the puck from Kadri. Ends up giving it away to Rantanen. Goes feet across the red line. Move it left wing side. Nachushkin drops it. Kadri shoots it. Markstrom boots that shot away. And now Monaghan will pick the loose puck up. And skate it out to center. Monaghan backs it up to Tanner. Slides it to Lucic. He'll dump it in from the red line as both teams start to change. And as we pass the five-minute mark of the first period here at Scotiabank Saddledome. Shots on goal are 4-4, and we're still scoreless. Here's Obey Kubel. They get the puck in deep. This is bumped by Zanora. Tyler Tafoldi fighting with O'Connor Ford in the near corner as Erica Branson comes in to help out. Grabs the puck and gives it to Backlund. It makes a nice pass out to center to Manchapati. Tries to slip it ahead to Tafoldi, but it bounces off Obey Kubel's skate into the far corner. Tafoldi will leave it in behind the net for Backlund. Backlund turns and shoots, and that shot goes sailing wide of Kemper's net. Zadorov keeps the puck in left point. Turns it around up the far side. Foley in there. Fighting for it one on two. Can't win that battle as O'Connor picks the puck up. Lifts it over the head of Zadorov and deep into the flame zone. Both teams will change again. Zadorov, former Avalanche defenseman, leaves it behind the net for Branson who slides it down the ice and that'll be an icing call with 13.56 to play and a still scoreless first period. Following this game, you know it's coming, the Shane Holmes save of the game for every save a Flames goalie makes. Shane Holmes donates to Kidsport Calgary. Visit ShaneHolmes.com, the better way to build. Amazing Derek in a 9-5 hockey game that the save at 6-5 off of Evander Kane, which was his best of the night, I thought was a true turning point in paving the way, especially when it was followed shortly thereafter by Elias Lindholm, second of the game. I agree because neither team to that point could reel the game in. No. Just a back and forth battle and uh, a lot of fun for us to watch. Maybe not so much for the three goaltenders who played on Saturday night or for the two coaches, but uh, I'd be able to win in different ways in this league and the Flames have certainly proven that they can do that. They've won one nothing, they've won 9-5 and uh, they've won a lot of games in between those two types of games. Uh, this game, uh, fast skating and hard hitting so far, but uh, no goals yet. 13.50 to play in the opening period here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary, where the Flames and the Avalanche are still scoreless. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 to fan.
Fired up since 1980. The Flames are only on Sportsnet 960. The Fan. Cookie to play in the opening period. Shots on goal are 4-4. The Flames in the Avalanche are still scoreless. There's Gaudreau and Kachuk. It's bumped off the puck by Eric Johnson. Does slide deep into the Avalanche zone. Lindholm and Kachuk battling forward. Can't come up with it. Burakovsky sliding up the right wing side to like it and chips it and chases it. Beat there by Tanev, moves it up the fireboards to Kachuk, and he'll whip the pass off Lindholm skating up the near side, and Chillington will move it into the avalanche zone from there. Eric Johnson plays it up the left wing side. Here's like a rink wide pass, takes a weird hop, and gets by Newhook. And as an overall, will pick the puck up and play it to Coleman. Pumps it back to Gabranson. He'll give it to Gaudreau, leaves it behind for Zadorov, and he'll skate it across center and whip the puck in behind the avalanche net. Back to the right point to Gabranson. Shoots it behind the net. Coleman will pick it up. Play it back up the fireboards to Branson. Slaps it behind the net to Coleman again. He turns into the far corner and drops. Gabranson with a shot, a bit of a knuckle puck that goes fluttering wide of the avalanche net. Comfortable the chance to clear can. Coleman diving to hold the puck in for the Flames. Heartbroken Dubé in there on the four check. Puck gets by them, but not by Anderson, who gets all tangled up with Stern along the fireboards as the Avalanche finally clear the puck out. Here comes Comfer speeding in. Comfer drives the net, deeks, and is stopped by Markstrom. A fantastic save by Jacob Markstrom on JT Comfer. Jacob Markstrom, early in the game, is tracking the puck incredibly well and looks very confident. Anticipating ahead of everything, actually made that save, which was nowhere near routine, look that way. Co-op members, enjoy an exclusive opportunity to watch the Flames live here in this building. Save $20 off regular pricing by purchasing tickets through the co-op members portal. For more details, visit calgaryflames.com slash tickets. It's early, but the Flames uh, with a pretty big lead in the possession battle. They're at 59.8% right now. Flames get the puck in deep. Back to get it is Manson. Gets away from Lucic and then from Lewis. Backhands it up the fireboards and into the flame zone. Shillington will slide it out to center to Lucic. Plays it rink wide, but his pass is too far for Lewis. Lucic's going to pick the puck up. Drop it off to Manson. Backs it up to Jack Johnson. And he'll play it up the left wing side to Kadri. Kadri stick handles in. Bounces it into the far quarter to Shushkin. Slides it down to Ratnan, who tries to play it back to the right point, but Eric Johnson wasn't there. And he'll have to chase the puck all the way back into his own zone. It's been a fantastic season for Nazem Kadri, a career-high 55 assists and 81 points in 63 games. Well, he becomes even more important, if that's possible, with the absence of Nathan McKinnon, who went back to... Denver today may very well have a broken right hand. There seems to be significant concern that this is not a short-term thing for McKinnon. No. If it's a broken hand, it'll be probably four to six minimum. Now a big body check is good. Branson runs right over Obey Kubel and then throws another body check on O'Connor. Two for the price of one there for Erica Branson. Here's to Foley. The middle of the back, who stick handles in and tries to swing it back to Hannafin instead. Puck ricochets over to Toffoli and he'll feed it over the back of the far corner. Goes down a little Majapati, banks it off the boards back to the right point. Anderson with a shot blocked by Lekanen, sits loose in front but is uh, picked up and brought out by Burakovsky. 
to the Flames' blue line, but a good gap there by Hannafin. He uses that long stick of his to swat the puck away. Avalanche will get it in from center. On Saturday night, Noah Hannafin became the youngest active player in the NHL to play in 500 career games. Quite an accomplishment for the 25-year-old. Here's Backlund with a sharp angle shot that misses. Bounces back to the left point to Shillington. Slides it across the line, Tanev in front. Dubé the redirect! And a nice kick save by Kemper. What a good interior look by Chris Tanev to find Dylan Stick cruising through the high slide. Chris makes a lot of good plays. I'm always amazed, and he is having his best offensive year, but sometimes I wonder why there aren't even more in those two ledgers. Yeah, he had one goal and two assists for his third career three-point game in that 9-5 victory over the Oilers on Saturday. And has a career-high 19 assists and 24 points in 65 games this season. Here's McDermott dropping the Rantman. He spins into the slot and drops. And now Jack Johnson has shot and through some traffic. Markster makes the save. Yeah. Big McDermott had moved up on the rush to park his six-foot-five frame right in the face of Jacob Markstrom. I mentioned earlier, tracking it well and made another fine save. Now we'll keep an eye on 56 in white and 17 in red tonight. Those three guys, or those two guys, have fought three times in their NHL career. And uh, maybe we'll see a fourth fight between McDermott and Lucic here tonight. Right now we take a timeout with 9.20 to play in the opening period. Good hockey game so far. Colorado out shooting Calgary 6-5. The Avalanche and the Flames are still scoreless. Back with more of the first period. And Pat will have a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard as well. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Streaming home and away on any device. Flames Hockey is on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Well, the scoreboard here, nothing to report. And we are just past the 10-minute mark of the first period in this game between the Flames and the Avalanche. And now with a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard, here's Pat Steinberg. Actually, we'll get to that next stoppage in play. As the Flames win a defensive zone draw. Majapani, bank it off the end boards, into the far corner, Hannafin. Catches up to the puck, banks it off the boards, looking for Toffoli at center. Toffoli knocks the puck free for Mangiapane, who steps in and shoots, and Kemper fights that shot off. Looked like he took it off the knob end of the stick. Mangiapane's goalless in five games, but he does have 21 points in his last 25 games. And a career-high 30 goals and 45 points in 65 games this season. It's been a career year for the Flames, number 88. I like that trio so far tonight. It off, right wing side to get Branson. Left the puck in behind the avalanche net, but uh, you probably hear one of the linesmen say in the background that that play is offside. So that leads to a stoppage and a face off outside of the avalanche blue line. And uh, now with a look at the Riverside Golf Center out of town scoreboard, here's Pat Steinberg. Okay, third period scores. Toronto leads Boston 6 2. Hurricanes Lightning tied 3 3. Uh, we have a game that just went final. The New York Rangers take a 3-2 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, other games going on right now. You've got the Islanders Blue Jackets tied 3-3 in the third. And Ottawa Nashville tied 1-1 midway through the second period. Another big body check as Zadorov steps into Comfer. Comfer gets back up, picks up the puck, and moves it into the near quarter to Sturm. Who spins and tries to set her, but his pass is blocked by Markstrom. Who gets his paddle with the stick on the puck. And the Flames will clear it out. Chuck knocks it away from Stern. Gabranson will grab it. Move it up the middle to Lindholm. Gives it to Gaudreau, but his pass to Kachuk is offside as Kachuk and Manson get into it. Of course, 
Josh's dad, Dave, spent parts of 16 seasons in the NHL with the Blackhawks, Oilers, Jets, Coyotes, Canadian Stars, and Maple Leafs. And Lou, uh, no stranger to the penalty box. Oh, I remember watching him going all the way back to his under-18 days with the Prince Albert Mintos. And trust me when I tell you that even in those days, no one was signing up for that. Dave Manson had 2,792 penalty minutes in 1,103 career NHL games. Yeah, his defensive partner in junior was Ken Baumgartner. Oh, Lord. Wouldn't want to play against that very. Nobody did. Deep in the avalanche zone. Coleman in there on the forecheck. Dubé as well. Dubé steals it but can't find it. And now Helm will lock it out to the neutral zone. And Obey Kubel will shoot the puck in from center. It takes a weird hop. Markstrom's lucky. He fell off of him into his net. Obey Kubel with a shot that misses. Back at the left one, McDermott. It's hit and knocked down by Dubé. Avalanche fighting forward to me on the Flames net. Puck will pop loose. Dubé twisting and turning. Gets away from Obey Kubel and drops it. Tana will move it across to Schillington. Slides it out to center to Coleman. But he gets tangled up with Manson. And Manson's uh, stick gets pinned under the arm of Coleman. And they're going to have a little chat now. Josh Manson acquired from the Ducks in exchange for Drew Hellison and a second-round pick on March 14th. And, Lou, I love the addition to the Avalanche. So do I. Because I always like additions when they give your team something that maybe they don't have or don't have enough of. And... You know, a lot of playoff experience. He's going to be a good fit in any room he is. He's just a terrific young person. Um, he's hard to play against. Right-handed shot. He, he checked a lot of boxes yeah. for this team. And Josh isn't Dave, but well, he's no, Manson's a tough guy to play against. He is, and that's absolutely. And they needed more of that. They yeah. really did. They needed. They have all the skill in the world. They need a little more bite and a little more bite on the back, and they've got it now. Faceoff coming up to Markstrom's right. Monahan was another faceoff. This one versus Newhook. Zorov will clear up the near boards, not out. Manson shoots, and that sharp angle shot's gloved by Markstrom, who holds on with now 7 10 to play in a still scoreless first period. Well, it's, to be frank, been a bit of a flat first period. I think that was somewhat expected coming off of. The unicorn that was Saturday night against the Edmonton Oilers. Um, passion, all the goals, the type of game, but not a lot to choose right now between these two groups. Believe it or not, the Flames have had a lot of success against the Avalanche. If you go back to the 2016-2017 season, the Flames are 10-4-0 in their last 14 regular season games against the Avalanche. Of course, Colorado eliminated Calgary in five games in the first round of the 2019 Stanley Cup playoffs, and uh, we're hoping to see a, a rematch of that series in the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, and that would probably be in the Western Conference Final. I don't think there is a fan of the Calgary Flames anywhere that wouldn't sign up for that program. I'm not sure there's a hockey fan that wouldn't sign up for that, given some of the games these two teams have played, especially that game back on March 5th. Majapani across the line on his knees. He'll drop the back one. He throws it out in front, but it's passed it to Foley's. Batted away by McCarr. Kel McCarr can't clear it out. Backlund shoots. Kemper reaches down, grabs it with his glove, and then finally gets a whistle. And Flames took a couple of swipes at the Avalanche goaltender, and now we got a 
mix-up along the far boards. Well, Tyler Toffoli and Andrew Mangiapane on the same line tonight. They've both had lots of chances as of late. Haven't been able to find the back of the net. And Andrew already rang one off the face mask of Kemper. He's been around it. So is Toffoli, who did take a bit of an extra chop. Tyler's had some good success in his career against the Avs. He has 16 career points versus Colorado in 23 games. Goals have been a little bit harder to come by for Tyler of late. Goalless in seven after he scored eight goals in his first 13 games with the Flames. When you look at his entire body of work, Toffoli's been really good and pretty much a perfect fit with 17 points in his first 20 games with his new team. And he's certainly been around it tonight. And we've got uh, offsetting penalties here. Mangiapane in the box for the Flames. Rantanen for the Avalanche. Mikko Rantanen's been on a tear. Seven goals in nine games since he snapped a season-long eight-game goal to streak. And Lou, you talked about Nazem Kadri having to play a bigger role. I think the same can be said for Mikko Rantanen with uh, Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Landeskog out. I, I don't think Rantanen gets the type of credit that he deserves. I think he is a marvelous player. The Jushkin and up the right wing side. The Jushkin will turn back to the right point. Protect the puck from Hannafin and try to drop. Johnson falls over a loose stick. It's Hannafin's stick, so he's stickless right now as the linesman's got Hannafin's stick at his right hand. Here's Jack Johnson back to the right point to McCarr. McCarr, stick handles it up the right wing side, drops to Cadbury, backs it up to the blue line. The Jushkin steps in and shoots, and Markstrom punches that shot into the far corner. The Jushkin. Bounce it back to the blue line, but back to the wax it away from Jack Johnson and out to center. Here's McCarr. Leads the NHL and goals by the fence with a career high 24. Moves the puck over though. Andrew Anderson being pressured on the forecheck by O'Connor gets rid of it. Lindholm will leave it behind for Goodrow. Winds up, crosses his blue line, and now the red line, and now the avalanche line. Goodrow end to end with a shot. It's blocked by Eric Johnson. comes Devon Taves out to center. Taves being hassled by Gaudreau. He's been so much better without the puck this season than at any other point in time in his NHL career, and it's one of the reasons why he's third in the Art Ross Trophy race. Big reason. Johnson, near corner, two marks to his left. He drops the puck, but there's nobody there for the avalanche. Gaudreau's going to grab it for the Flames. Back it up to Zadorov with a little bit less than five minutes to play in the opening period and still no score. And now the two teams are playing four on four. Zadorov gets the puck in deep. It's been to the end boards by Manson. Puck squirts free right in on the goaltender Kemper who covers it up not with his trapper but with his blocker and gets a whistle. Well, good chance is hard to come by. 8-8 eight, eight are the shots. Tells the story. No goals. Both goalies have made a couple of good ones. Still looking for the first red light to go on in this game. Uh, pretty much uh, the polar opposite of what we saw on Saturday night, right? Uh, 14 goals between the two teams in that Battle of Alberta with the Flames defeating the Oilers 9-5. to uh, Zero goals between the two teams tonight and a fight between the top two teams in the Western Conference. The Flames and the Avalanche are still scoreless. Back to finish off the first period here at Scotiabank Saddledome in a moment. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Wills Lupartius Steinberg. This is Calgary Flames Radio on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. 
17 to play in the opening period here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. Flames playing an avalanche team from their sister city, Denver, Colorado. Great spot. Love it. Still scoreless in this one as Rantanen and Mangiapane come out of the respective penalty boxes. We're back to five on five. So exactly four minutes to play in the opening period. Back to the right point, held it at the line by Manson, but back with a good stick, whacks it away from him. Harrell pick it up, bank it off the boards, Rantanen. It's forced back out to center. Pick the puck up. Bring it across the Flames line up the right wing side. Rantanen spins, moves it in front, looking for Cogliano, but Kachuk knocks him off the puck. Now Cogliano's got it. Flip it into the far quarter, Cadbury centers. Rantanen tries a blind behind the back pass, which bounces away, but Cogliano's going to corral at the far quarter and slide it up the near boards where Rantanen picks it up again. Rantanen throws it into the far quarter. Anderson will grab it, but he can't clear it. Cadbury holds it in. Walks into the far quarter and flips it towards the Flames net. Stuck goes fluttering into the near quarter, and Lindholm will grab it and clear it, and that'll be an icing call on the Flames. The trajectory of that puck from our angle at one point looked like it might fall into the back of the net. Now, fortunately, it didn't for Calgary. Excellent shift by Miko Rantanen. You mentioned his hot streak, 78 more points. 24 of those in his last 15 games. Career high 33 goals in 63 games this season. Here's Taves up the fireboards. His pass bounces by Comfort. Stern will race in there with a four check and pick it up. And a centering pass is intercepted by Lindholm, who plays the puck to Kachuk. And he gives it to Shillington, who jumps up into the rush. Shillington and up the left wing side. Flip the puck down the avalanche net. Goodrow in there. Body check Taves and knocks him off the puck. Now plays a left point to Shillington. Shillington takes a shot, now takes a shot, but it's blocked by McCarr. He slides the right wing side to Stern. He'll send it out to center ice to McCarr, who leads the charge across the red line. At the end of a shift, we'll just get it in deep. Head to the avalanche bench to change as Shillington play catch with Goodrow. Now leave it in behind the net for his partner, Ken, as the Flames make a line change with 2.15 left in the scoreless first period. call on the Flames. Both teams just a little out of sync in the first period, at least so far. They're playing like two teams with real respect for one another and don't want the other team to, to get away, but it's different too. Think about the state of mind potentially for the Avalanche. As you know, being at the rink today, whether it was their broadcasters, their players, that Nathan McKinnon blow yeah. hit hard today. So, you know, they're probably not going to be in the greatest headspace, and the Flames have just come off a very emotional night. Not the same buzz even close in here, so I think both those things have factored in early. Here's Yarncroak, the fireboards to Pullman. Tries to return the puck to Yarncroak, the pass bounces over the blade of his stick. As an overall to scoop it up, leave it behind for Yarncroak. Tries to hit Pullman with a pass, but it hops away from him, and now Manson takes over. Sends it out to center. Cadbury gives it away to Zadorov. Skips the puck into the avalanche zone. Manson slides a left wing side to Jack Johnson. The third overall pick of the Hurricanes back in 2005 will shoot the puck in. It's 
Both teams change with a little bit less than a minute and a half to play in the opening period. Lewis chips the pocket from seven. Amber out of his net, throws it up the fireboards, not out. Lewis holds it in and slides it in behind the net to Monaghan, who's had a strong first period in his return to the lineup. Leaves it down low for Lewis, who slides a lap point. Hannafin, a shot tipped by Lewis, stopped by Kemper. And now we've got a penalty call coming up against the Avalanche. Yeah, Sean trying to get to the front of the net, looking to retrieve a loose puck. Tip a high stick in the face from 21-year-old youngster Alex Newhook. And the Flames, late in period number one, will enjoy the game's first power play. And we'd like to welcome back to... Calgary Flames radio broadcasts. Homes by Avi. Back is our power play sponsor. Very nice. Good time to jump on the Flames bandwagon. Or the Flames radio bandwagon. On the power play this season, the Flames are at 23.9%. That is eighth in the NHL. One of the Achilles heels for the Avalanche this season has been their penalty kill, which at 78.4% is 18th in the league. Flames win the offensive zone draw. Here's Kachuk. Left point to Anderson. He spins and backhands it in behind the net to Kachuk. He tries to chip it out in front to Lindholm. The pass gets broken up by McCarr. And now the puck's shot down the ice by Sturm. The Avalanche acquired Nico Sturm from the Wild in exchange for Tyson Jost in a hockey trade on March 15th. I think both guys probably needed a change of scenery. Comes to Foley up the right wing side. The Foley steps in and shoots. Kemper makes the save. Gives up a big rebound. The puck's picked up by Kachuk. He's at right point to Anderson. And he collides with Sturm. And the puck ends up deflecting into the avalanche bench. And out of play with 28.7 seconds to go in the period. And a minute 25 left in the new hook penalty. Well, the other thing is, too, for both teams, it added depth, potentially. Should reignite Jost, who kind of fell off. And with Sturm, you get a bigger, heavier young player that's hard to play against and can win face-offs. That's been a hard area for them this year. Lindholm's a face-off. Back to row Shoots a shot. Swatted away. Rebound. Kachuk denied. Now Lindholm is stopped by Kemper. Darcy Kemper making not one but two ten-bell saves to keep this game scoreless. 34-goal getter Elias Lindholm won't believe it when he sees that. Anderson across the avalanche line. He leaves the right wing side for Capoli. Drops to Kachuk. He shoots. He stopped. Loose back in the blue paint. They jam away, but Kemper's got it. Oh, I can't wait to see this sequence again on Sportsnet Television. Flames with two great chances and one off Lindholm just hit him. Again, the importance of winning power play faceoff. So Kemper, Rob Kachuk, and I can see what happened now on the Lindholm. It didn't hit Kemper, it hit Devon Taves, or else it was in the back of the net. Nice save by Taves. Yeah, best of the night. All defensemen and his third in the league in plus minus with a plus 45 rating. The two guys ahead of him are playing against him tonight. Johnny Gaudreau and Elias Lindholm tied for the NHL lead in plus minus with plus 49 ratings, which... Uh, I should mention is two off of Joe Mullins' franchise record of plus 51 set in the Flames Stanley Cup championship season of 1988-1989. So we'll keep an eye on that. We are through 20 minutes here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. The Flames outshoot the Colorado Avalanche 13-9, but this game remains scoreless. 
Flames had some pretty good looks on that power play, though, and we'll have almost a minute to work with to start the second period. Through 20 with 40 to go. Second period play-by-play starts now with Derek and Peter. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Fairly low event first period here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. Flames don't shoot the avalanche 13 to 9. But we are scoreless through 20 minutes tonight. Flames will start the second period with a 57-second long power play with Alex Newhook still in the box for the Avalanche. Taking a look at some other first period stats. As far as possession, the Flames with a slight edge at 51.9%. One area they did dominate in, face-offs. Flames won 78% of face-offs in the first period, which I suppose shouldn't surprise us all that much. The Flames, the 10th best face-off team in the league. The Avalanche, the 30th best, or in other words, second worst. Only the Sabres have a worse face-off percentage than the Avalanche. We'll see if the Flames can score the first goal, which they have done 42 times this season. Second most in the NHL, only the Capitals have scored the first goal more often. And Sean Monaghan back after missing the last two games is a healthy scratch. Won seven of his first eight face-offs. That was a good first period for Monaghan. Second period has started. The Flames with their home red jerseys on are moving from left to right in your radios. The Avalanche with their road whites from right to left. Flames start with their first power play in it. Here's Gaudreau with a rink-wide pass to Kachuk, but the Flames are offside at the Avalanche blue line. When tied through 20 minutes this season, both teams have good records. Calgary is 12-4-4. Colorado is 13-5-5, so that doesn't really uh, tip us off to which uh, direction we should expect this game to go in. Never like when power plays are broken up by end of periods. Well, at least you have fresh players and fresh ice, but uh, I know what you mean. It's like you like to roll through your lines and pairings to get a period going or a game going, and some really special teams doesn't allow you to do that. Well, plus the first faceoff isn't in the opponent's zone. It's yeah. at center, so... That takes time, forces entries. Here's Tanev, near side to Lindholm with five seconds left in the power play. He goes down low to Goudreau, plays the puck right point. Tanev shoots and shots tipped by Kachuk and kicked away by Kemper. Kachuk will pick it up in behind the net and center it. This pass misses Goudreau and it's a good thing Tanev was back because Newhook came out of the penalty box and would have had a clear-cut breakaway. I think that's just a heads-up play by Chris Tanev knowing that Alex Newhook's about to come out of the penalty box and making sure he doesn't get caught. Yeah, one word, awareness. And it will take over and behind his net. Slides the puck to center, Yarncroak. Stick handles it up the right wing side. Stops. And now drops to Dubé. Dubé back to the left wing. Branson a blast and he hammers it over the net. And now Yarncroak a backhand and he slides it just wide. Dubé, left point to Zidorov with a shot that misses. Up to the right point, Branson a shot. It goes fluttering wide of the avalanche net. Flames have come out with a real shooting mentality early in the second period. And the avalanche the other way. Led by Kadri, spins and shoots, a stop. Rennan battling for the puck in front, gets knocked down and can't get a stick on it. And now Kadri will take over. Leaves it in the far corner for Randon. Slides it down low. Kadri gets stapled to the end boards and then taken down to the ice by Zadorov. Kadri and Yarncroak, 91s fight for it. Kadri comes up with the puck, but Zadorov with his long stick swats it away from him. Not out. McDermott grabs it and bounces it back to the blue line. Here's Eric Johnson to Burakovsky with a shot knocked down by Gabranson. 
who can't clear, but Holman will pick the puck up, and he'll kick it out to center. Holman will lift it up in the air and down the ice, and icing gets waved off. The Avalanche aren't very happy about it. The Flames are. They'll take this opportunity to make a change. Sarah Johnson bounces it off a stick and up the right wing side, the new hook. Waits for some reinforcements off the Avalanche bench and backhands the puck behind the Flames net. Anderson moves it up the near side. Mangiapane gets sandwiched between Lekkonen and Jack Johnson. And now here's a stretch pass to Backlund trying to bust through, but Jack Johnson knocks it off his stick, and the puck slides right to Kemper, who holds on. Give credit to Nikita Zadorov. He won a very important battle in front of his own net versus Miko Rantanen as the Avs were able to direct the puck to the front with traffic. And if Zadorov doesn't tie up Rantanen in a knot, it's 1-0 Colorado right at the very tail end of the power play. Flames had a pretty good redirect chance courtesy of Matthew Kachuk who having a career season he's up to 82 points after the 12th game of the season where he had three or more points. He is on pace for 104 points this season. Crazy. Had a great chat with him this morning. Shillington falls deep in his zone and gives the puck away to Comfort. Comfort tries to feed it in front but Tanev blocks his pass. Comfort gets the puck back. Stick handles into the far corner. Plays it right point. McCarr takes a shot. Steps in. And now shoots. And is stopped by Markstrom. He's able to gobble up the rebound before any Avalanche players can get to it. Sometimes I think Kale McCarr might be from Puerto Rico. Because his hips. He'd be a great salsa dancer. The way he opens up, moves, twists, turns. Gets the puck to the net just exploded by Milan Lucic with a fake shot and nearly squeezed it through Jacob Markstrom who makes his 10th save of the game preventing Makar from scoring his 20, yes I said 25th goal of the season. Sometimes I think Kel Makar is from another planet. Oof, the way he plays the game. Love his passport. Loose in the neutral zone, Zadorov chops it to Lindholm, makes a short pass to Gaudreau, but Kachuk beats his two line mates and the puck, and the Flames are offside. Well, that group couldn't miss the other night, and the Oilers didn't exactly do the best job of preventing them from doing it. It's not been the case tonight, and they've just been a tad off. That was a perfect situation the other night. That pass is on... The tape with speed heading to the net with numbers, but in this case, just in behind the intended receiver and put the Flames offside. Of course, Elias Lindholm is the glue on that line, which in my opinion, it has been the best line in the National Hockey League this season, but his wingers, you could argue, have been the most dynamic duo in the NHL this season. Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk have teamed up to score 51 goals, which is most by any duo in the league this season. Lange get the puck in deep, Markstrom. They'll bounce it up the fireboards, not out. Eric Johnson keeps the puck in right point. Slides it into the far quarter to O'Connor. Moves it behind the net. It's uh, centered by Helm. Puck back to the right point. Johnson with a shot fought off by Markstrom. And now uh, Yarncroke will softly slide the puck down the ice. Avalanche feel like now they've had a couple of minutes in a row where they're making life difficult. Loose at the Flames blue line backward. Gives it away. Here's Obey Kubel with a shot, but a good stick by Hannafin. And the shot goes off the blade of his stick, up over the glass, and out of play with 15.28 to go in the second period. 
Calgary is out shooting Colorado 15 to 11. The Flames and the Avalanche in a battle between the top two teams of the Western Conference are still scoreless. Well, Noah has five points in his last six games. Celebrated game number 525 years of age with two assists and a plus five rating. There were a lot of Oilers who were minus four in that hockey game. McCarr with a shot from the left point, but he can't get it through the net. And uh, Gaudreau will skate it across center. And across the avalanche line, he'll leave the right wing side. Kachuk, the hand up into Gaudreau with a one-timer, and he whips it wide. Pox held in left point by Anderson. He rims it around. The near half boards to Gaudreau, and leaves it near quarter for Kachuk. And he'll drop it off to Lindholm. Lindholm sweeps it into the far quarter to Kachuk. He gets tangled up with the cars. The puck comes free for Nachushkin, who clears it out to center. Anderson back up into his own territory and play it across to Anderson. Rasmus Anderson heating up offensively. Let's go offside here. Anderson with two goals in his last four games. Louis had two goals in his first 61 games. Uh, he's had a terrific season, by far and away his best in every aspect of the game. Sporting Life is a ticket distributor for Flames single game seats. Tickets available in their stores, Market Mall, South Center Mall, and those tickets start at $79.99. For more info, visit calgaryflames.com slash tickets. Another great crowd on hand here at Scotiabank Saddledome tonight. There is a buzz about this team inside and outside of this building. Well, there should be. Here's like it in right wing side to Burakovsky. Turns and tries a pass to Johnson. It's intercepted by Defoli, who taps the puck to Backlund, gets it back, skates it in and shoots, and is stopped by Kemper. Buckley slide into the far corner. Backlund and Defoli in there with the four check. Defoli knocks it loose behind the net. Eric Johnson will pick it up, but he can't clear it out. It's held in left point by Shillington. He slides it behind Kemper's net. Eric Johnson will pick it up. Send it out to center. Burakovsky drops. New hook steps in. Tries to split the D, but gets squeezed off the puck by the combination of Shillington and Tanev. And Backlund will clear it out. And now Taves will dump it right back in. Well, it's quite a burst by the youngster from St. John's, Newfoundland. Alex Newhook and nice help by Chris Tanev's partner this time in Oliver Shillington. Tanev will take over behind his net. Slide it to Lewis, who bounces it off on a hand stick to the Avalanche blue line, where Manson will take over. And clear it out to center ice. Now it's picked up by Sturm, who skates it in. He drops it. Cogliano with a shot off of Shillington's stick. And it flutters in on Markstrom. And I think that made that save way more difficult. Yeah, it becomes a change-up. And mentioned in the first, Jacob tracking it well tonight. Stopped all 12 that he's faced. 13.35 to play in period number two here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. It is the rubber match in the three-game season series between the Flames and the Avalanche. And... We're still waiting for the game's first goal. Calgary and Colorado are scoreless. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Calgary Flames Hockey is on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Well, seven minutes into the second period here at Scotiabank Saddledome where the Flames and the Avalanche are still scoreless. Face off to Markstrom's left. Backlund wins that defensive zone draw versus Randon. Anafin will fire a pass out to center to Defoli. Tries to chip it ahead to Bonajapani, but the pass gets broken up by Manson, who clears the puck out to center. Capri will drop it to Rantman. Comes it up the right wing side. Shovels it out in front, looking forward to Chushkin, but it bounces by him, and now Taves tries a shot. 
That's blocked by Backlund. Backlund will bank it off the boards. And not out. Now he picks it up and skates it out. Moves it to Mangiapane, who gets stood up at the blue line. Good open ice body check there by Manson to knock Mangiapane off, balance it off the puck. And now Mangiapane with a backhand shot out of nowhere. And Kemper is able to corral it. And he freezes the puck for a faceoff. Well, Andrew has not scored in five straight games. He has been productive around it. Nice little strip against Manson. I was a little worried about that collision for a second. It looked like Andrew felt it, and he's actually looks like he's fine. But uh, it was awkward looking, didn't you think? Yeah, it looked a little shell-shocked. Maybe a little winded. Faceoff coming up to Kemper's right. Callie Yarncroke looking for his first goal as a member of the Flames. will take the draw versus JT Comfer. Been a pretty consistent player in his career. He scored double-digit goals in each of the last five seasons, including 13 in 55 games this season. He gets tossed out, so Eagle Sturm steps in there, actually wins that faceoff of the Avalanche. And now Kale McCarr lost it off the glass, and it appeared to bounce off somebody on one of the benches, and uh, yeah, that's why the officials blow the play dead with just over seven minutes gone in the second period. Calgary's out shooting Colorado 18-12, to and in a game that is pretty much the polar opposite of the last game played in this building, uh, a 9-5 Flames victory over the owners in the Battle of Alberta on Saturday night. Flames and the Avalanche are scoreless tonight. Yeah, this one's not getting to nine to eight. Might not get to one to nothing. It will until do that. overtime or the shootout. Here's an aura with a shot, and it's right in on Kemper, who covers the puck up with his glove and holds on. Kelly Arncrock, interesting to watch. When he goes up in the face-off circle on the offside, so he's a right-handed shot, taking this one in the left circle. When he goes against a left-handed face-off player. He'll do it in a normal way. When he goes against a right-hander, he'll turn his hand over on the other side and almost acts like a backhand. And we've seen him shoot left-handed, too, with a right-handed stick. And almost scored in Vancouver. <laughs> he almost picked the top corner. It's a really good shot. There's Dubank stepping in front. He shoots, and that shot is kicked away by Kemper with Yarncroak right in his face. Yarncroke will pick it up and leave it in the near corner for Dubé. He flips it into the far corner to Coleman. Coleman held up along the far boards by Confer, who takes him down to the ice. Fall on top of the puck as it now pops free for Sturm, who will clear it out to center. The car steps up, but can't catch up to it. He's beaten there by Zadorov. He turns behind his net. Makes a short pass, a dangerous one, but Yarncroke's able to dig it out of his feet and clear it. And now we've got a stoppage in play and a penalty call coming up. It's going to be against the Avs for slashing. It is McCarr who is the guilty guy. Calder Trophy winner in 2020. Was a first-team All-Star and a finalist for the Norris Trophy last season. Comes into this contest second in the league in points by defenseman. He's got a career-high 73. Only the Predators, Roman Yossi, has more with 81. And, Lou, you and I have talked to uh, a lot of people around the league, and... I would say more than 50% of them have said that Kale McCarr is the best defenseman in the NHL right now. 
Oof. And I think he's just scratching the surface. That's the scary thing. It is. He's 23 years old. Avalanche clear down the ice. The Flames on another Holmes by Abbey power play. Anderson just got a haul down by Nachushkin. We've got another call coming up against the Avalanche as Gaudreau makes the smart play, just dumping the puck in on Kemper. And the Flames are going to have a lengthy five on three, two man advantage here. We'll have a two man power play for a minute and 42 seconds with. Kale McCarr and now Valerie Nachushkin sitting side by side in the penalty box. Nachushkin, the Russian former first round pick in Dallas who went back home and then returned and has really started to look like the player that was taken where he was. Pulls down Rasmus Anderson in the middle of the ice. Will take a seat. Nachushkin with 37 points in the 48 games that he's played. And here needless to say is an opportunity the Flames don't want to miss on. They got their first power play unit out there. Lindholm, Toffoli, Kachuk, and Gaudreau the four forwards. Anderson the one defenseman. Puck comes back to the right point to Gaudreau. Steps into the high slot. Gives the puck to Kachuk. Kachuk turns it to Gaudreau. Gives it back to Kachuk. He shoots off the crossbar. Kachuk beats Kemper and rings it right off the iron. Here's Toffoli. Top of the far circle to Anderson. High slot Gaudreau with a one-timer. And it's blocked. Gaudreau gets it back. Throws it towards the net to Foley trying to tap it out in front to Lindholm, but the puck doesn't get to him. And it's now shot down the ice by Cogliano. It surprised Elias, and it was on his backhand side, too. A little handcuff there. Comes Gaudreau across the avalanche line. He leaves it behind for Lindholm. Lindholm dropped the puck right point to Gaudreau. Slides it across to Anderson. Returns it to Gaudreau. Gives it to Kachak. He centers Lindholm a one-timer block. Now Gaudreau with a shot. It's fought off by Kemper. Back to the blue line. Held in right point by Gaudreau again. Gaudreau in the near quarter to Kachuk. Kachuk, high slot to Gaudreau. Gaudreau looking, can't find a shooting lane. A step into the far circle. Try to dangle in front, but diving to knock the puck away from him is lacking. And Gaudreau gets it back and moves it into the far corner to Toffoli. Toffoli will turn back to the blue line and play at right point. Anderson in the near quarter to Kachuk. Kachuk's thick handling. Drops the puck to Anderson. Anderson to Toffoli. He scores! to Foley with a wicked one-timer that beats Darcy Kemper. The Flames score a five-on-three power play goal to take a one-to-nothing lead. It took a long time in the sequence, Derek, to get there, but one of the real keys here was a play that Tyler actually made off the face-off. And he's done it a couple of times, just winning little battles off the draw to make sure you contain possession. But he opened himself up right-handed shot in the left face-off circle. Rasmus Anderson put it right on his tape, and Tyler blows it by Kemper, his first goal in eight games. Flames 81.6 mile an hour slap shot results in the game's opening goal. To Foley! Assist number four, Rasmus Anderson. And to number 19, Matthew Kachak. Power play goal, 9.31. And the Flames are still on the power play. 17 seconds left at a five on four. Dubé is shot. It gets through Kemper, who falls backwards on top of the loose puck and gets a whistle. Darcy's been very good tonight, but handling pucks in and around him has not come easy. And that was a perfect example. Great burst on the left wing side by Dylan Dubé to get by Josh Manson late in this 
power play opportunity, and he got it on target. It went in behind Kemper, but the Saskatoon product and former Red Deer Rebel reached back in the nick of time. Lewis Dillon Dubé playing his best hockey of the season right now. In one word, yes. Faceoff to Kemper's right. Yarncroke wins it. Manchapon taps it right, pull it to Tanev. He slides it across Hannafin. Move it far quarter to Yarncroke. Yarncroke returns the puck to Hannafin. He shoots and shots tipped wide by Manchapani, who tries to jam it inside the far goal post, but Kemper kicks it out. Here's Yarncroke to Manchapani. As Natushin comes out of the box, Manchapani will whip the puck in behind the net to Dubé. Dubé protecting it. It's shoved down to the ice violently by Jack Johnson. Gets back up, picks up the puck, and moves it behind the net. Right to the far side. Jolinton trying a shot, but it's blocked by Sturm. And the Avalanche will clear it out and down the ice as they return to full strength with 9.20 to play in the second period. Here's a giveaway. Randon shoots, and he's stopped by Markstrom. A great chance for Miko Randon to tie the game up, but Jacob Markstrom makes a terrific stop. Now here comes Milan Lucci drumbling it up the right wing side with a backhand shot turned aside by Kemper. And now Randon will pick it up and skate it out and dump it in. Game starting to open up a little bit here. Avalanche get it in deep. Branson trying to clear Kent. There's a loose stick on the ice, but now Sean Monahan will pick it up. Slide it to Trevor Lewis. Returns the puck to Monahan. And he bounces it off the rear end of Lucic. And that play is offside in more ways than one. We'll take a timeout with 8.44 to play in period number two here at Scotiabank. Saddledome, we've finally got a goal. It uh, took a little while, but uh, Tyler Toffoli scoring 29 minutes and 31 seconds into the hockey game. His power play goal has the Flames out in front of the first overall avalanche. It is Calgary 1 and Colorado nothing. Back with more of the second period. And Pat will have a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard as well. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 to fan. Home and away, every game, all season. Sportsnet 960, the fan. A little bit less than nine minutes to play in the second period. Tyler Toffoli has the game's only goal. That is the Flames one and the Avalanche nothing in this game. And now we'll look at what's going on in some other games on the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard. Here's Pat Steinberg. Three other games going on right now. They're in the third period in a couple of them. Nashville leading Ottawa by a 3-1 score. And Minnesota's got a 4-1 edge on Philadelphia. That one's late in the third. They're also underway in period number one in Anaheim. It's the Ducks and Dallas Stars, and that game is scoreless. Here comes Arturi Lekkanen across the red line. And now the Flames blue line. He shoots, and Markstrom sticks that shot into the near corner. Andre Virakovsky picks it up in the far quarter, gets away from Shillington. Stakandles behind the Flames net. Virakovsky will leave it left point for Devon Taves. Taves forced behind the net by Lewis. We've got a penalty call coming up against the Flames as Kemper heads to the Avalanche net. Taves gets forced all the way back into his zone by Lewis. Taves will make a pass to Virakovsky, but Lucic picks his pocket. And as he touches the puck, the whistle sounds and... For the first time tonight, the Avalanche are going to head to the power play. Yeah, the Flames are two for three, and it is crack number one. It's going to be an interference penalty. And Milan Lucic, Chris Schlenker making the call, former Western Hockey League referee of the year. And Milan having some words with him. He doesn't like it very much. But that's the call as he knocked down Kadri, I believe, in the middle of the ice. The Avalanche with a chance to tie the game as they head to the power play. 
And they've got an excellent power play, at least when healthy. They're at 24.9%. That is fifth in the NHL. But uh, in top against the league's fourth-ranked penalty kill, the Flames at 84.5%. And with the defensive zone drawn, shoot the puck down the ice. Now Goodbranson cross-checking Nachushkin in the back. It's a warning from the referee. As those two got into it behind the play. Avalanche power play. They've had a lot of opportunities. A league-high 229 power play opportunities has resulted in a league-high 57 power play goals. And they've scored at least one power play goal in each of their last seven games, going 9 for 21, 42.9%. Puck loose inside of the Flames line. Mangiapane from his knees can't clear. McCarr steps in and slides it up the far side to Rantanen. He plays it rink-wide to Taves, Taves to McCarr. Now far circle, Rantanen across to Taves, out in front, looking for Nachushkin stick, just misses. Now Gabranson trying to clear camp. Rantanen and Gabranson battling forward in the far quarter. Canev and Nachushkin in there as well. With a minute remaining, and they Lucic pedaling. Back to the right point, gloved down and held in by McCarr, moves it far corner to Nachushkin, centers, Taves throws it towards Sinead, and misses. Back to the right point. Rantanen across the line to McCarr, who saucers the puck back to Rantanen. Rantanen throws it towards the net. It's slapped into the near quarter by Nachushkin. Now bounces back to the blue line. Taves will play the pocket of the far circle to Rantanen. Rantanen saucers it back to Taves' left point. Taves returns it to Rantanen, who shoots off of his own man, Kadri, and wide to the far quarter. Five-man fight for the puck there. A pop out of the pile, up the fireboards to Rantanen. Slides a left point to Taves, who returns the puck to Rantanen, top of the far circle. Rantanen. Now low to Nachushkin, back to the right point to Rantanen, and now near circle to McCarr, he drops it, Taves shoots it off of his stick and wide to the far corner with a dozen seconds remaining in this avalanche power play. They've been buzzing, puck back to the blue line to Taves, he walks the line, steps into the slot, moves the puck to McCarr, who shoots and scores! With Miko Rantanen standing right in the blue paint, Kale McCarr is able to squeeze that puck past the Flames goaltender Jacob Markstrom and a power play goal ties this game at one. Well, it's just so tough when the puck's in the Flames zone for the entire two minutes, basically, and they had a number of good looks. Finally, McCarr in the face-off circle. Not sure if that goes off Nachushkin or not. It may have glanced off him. I think it did. So we'll wait for the announcement. Kale McCarr, a big part of it, one way or another. And the Avs have a power play goal to tie this game at one. Jacob Markstrom is not a happy camper as they try to put his net back on its moorings. Gives, gives it a little shake to make sure it's stationary. And uh, we are back to square one. Tied at one with 6.14 to play in the second period. If that puck didn't hit Nachushkin, he set up a really good screen. Yeah, I think it did. And now the puck is shot over the glass and out of play by Eric Johnson. The Flames want a delay of game penalty. Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk, pretty vocal here, and the officials are going to get together and talk about it. Yeah, Matthew wearing the A. Going to re-emphasize. The referee say no. Off a stick and out. And uh, we'll take a timeout with 5.59 to play in the second period. The Flames scored the game's opening goal. Took them a while to get it. 
They scored 9.31 into the second period. Tyler Toffoli making it one to nothing, but the Avalanche answer that power play goal with one of their own. Valerie Nachushkin getting credit for the game-tying goal at 13.46. Calgary and Colorado are tied at one. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 to fan. The Calgary Flames play here. Sportsnet 960, the fan. 5.59 to play in the second period here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. We're in a heavyweight bout between the top two teams in the Western Conference. The Pacific Division leading Flames and the Central Division leading Avalanche are tied at one. Agliano's going to lift the puck up in the air into Flames territory. Hannafin slides it right wing side to Rasmus Anderson. Banks it off the boards to Johnny Gaudreau. And he'll chop the puck into the avalanche zone. And JT Comfer will go back to get it. Make a bad pass. It goes back to the line. Zadora with a shot. And it's gobbled up by the goaltender, Darcy Kemper, who holds on. Yeah, you make a misstep and a bad pass. And Zadorov did a really good job to relay it to Matthew in front of the net. Seconds before that, Flames had a two-on-one type opportunity with Kachuk trying to feed it through to Johnny Gaudreau, but Taves, who should be given credit for an assist on the game's tying goal, broke that up. Stop coming up to Kemper's right. Yarncrook will take it versus veteran Darren Helm. Flames win it. Dylan Dubé steps into the far circle and shoots, and Kemper kicks that shot into the far corner. Logan O'Connor will lug it up the right wing side to the Flames blue line where he gets squeezed off the puck by Nikita Zadorov. Back to the left point, Jack Johnson moves it into the near quarter. Kelly Yarncrow taking down Nicholas Obey Kubel. We've got a penalty call coming up against the Flames. Looked like a clothesline, WWE style. Yeah, that was an <laughs> odd one from. Yarn Croak, who prides himself on being in good defensive position, but he's going to get the gate this time. So another Wolf Cadillac Calgary powered penalty kill coming up for the Flames, and power play has a goal, but uh, the penalty kill has surrendered one. Uh, Flames had the highest home penalty kill percentage in National Hockey League history prior to Saturday night, and then they gave up three power play goals in that 9-5 victory over the Oilers. So that uh, knocked them out of that top spot. Well, they'd given up five all season at home, and now they've given up four at home in the last two games. Yeah, so five in the first 32 games, four in the last two games. I guess uh, it was going to even out sooner or later. Avalanche win the offensive zone draw, left point to Tate. Plays the puck into the near corner to Makar. Calgary kid will slide it back to the left point to Taves. Plays the top of the far circle to Nazem Kadri. Kadri to Taves. And now near half boards to Makar. Tries to pass to Nichushkin. It's a bouncing back to Makar. Back it up to the blue line to Taves. Taves in the near circle to Makar. Makar slides it down a little random. Returns the puck to Makar, but Michael Backlund picks his pocket. Now the Flames have a 2 1 1. Backlund in up the right wing side. Shoots. is stopped. And. Elias Lindholm tries to knock the puck out of the air. He does, but does so with a high stick. So interesting to note, with no McKinnon on the first power play, Kale McCarr is actually playing the flank he, where McKinnon would normally be, and Taves is running things from the top. Now they'll maneuver around and have great rotation 
Kale was asked about that today in media availability, and he said, that's nah, no problem. I did that a lot playing at UMass where I would suspect that Mario Ferraro did a lot of quarterbacking the top of that power play. I'll never forget when Kale McCarr wrapped up his Ugh. NCAA career and then uh, just decided to step into the middle of the Stanley Cup playoffs and be an impact player for the Avalanche starting in their first round series versus the Flames back in 2019. Well, I asked the coach if he remembers. Jared Bednar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he remembers. Hard to forget. Here's Kadri, back to the blue line to Taves. And now behind the net to Ranton, digs the pocket of the referee's skates and slides it up the near side to McCarr, who will play it back to the left point to Taves. And he'll slide it down low to Ranton. Ranton moves it far side to Kadri. Bats it back to the blue line, Taves. Slides the top of the near circle to McCarr. McCarr trying to pass to Ranton and broke it up by Anderson, but Ranton gets it back and then gives it away to Blake Coleman, who leaves it down low for Anderson, who is able to push the puck past Taves and down the ice. 35 seconds remaining in the Yarncrove penalty, 3.35 to play in the second period. Calgary almost doubling up Colorado in shots. The Flames have 29, the Avalanche have 15, but the score is tied at one on second period power play goals by Tyler Toffoli and Valerie Nachushkin. Puck to the right point, Eric Johnson, able to settle it down and keep it in. Tries to give it to Alex Newhook, but it bounces away from him, and now Arturi Lekinen with a shot that misses the net, and the puck will ricochet off the end boards and go all the way down the ice. Lekinen in his first game is an avalanche. Spent a number of years with the Montreal Canadiens and was very good in last year's Stanley Cup playoffs. I was always a big fan of his yeah. with the Canadiens. I don't know if it was just in games against the Flames, but... Really like how he plays. Great energy. Things are back to full strength, and here they come three on two. Gaudreau looking for Yarncook. It bounces by him. He gets it back and shoots. It is stopped by Kemper. Now Zadorov will slide it in behind the net. The puck is picked up by Josh Manson. Skates it up the right wing side and lifts it up in the air and into the flame zone. Zadorov will grab it and try to spring Gaudreau. The pass is broken up by Manson, and now Oliver Shillington will shoot it in from center. Bounces back out to the neutral zone. Stern can't get to it. Zadorov tries to give it to Gaudreau again, but he falls. And Matthew Kachak goes in there on the forecheck for the Flames. Jack Johnson clear to center. Andrew Cogliano looking for Nico Stern, but it pops away from him. And now Kachak trying to spring Gaudreau. Dives to try to corral the breakaway pass, but can't quite reach the puck. And that turns into an icing call. Great effort by Johnny, who already kept one icing call away earlier in the shift, diving to deflect the puck into the zone and Matthew just missed the Flames number 13 with an attempted breakaway pass there. He's off coming up to Jacob Markstrom's right. 91's line up. Yarncroke for the Flames. Kadri for the Avalanche. The Avs win it. Here's Taves back to the blue line around it. And now right point to McCarr. Pitch fork the puck in beyond the Flames net. Yarncroke back there to get it. Give it to Gaudreau, who can't clear it. McCarr holds it in. Now Yarncroke will take over in the far corner, lift it off the glass and out. Chuck can't find it in his feet. Now he does, and he gives it to Gaudreau. Stick checked by McCarr as one star checks another. Now Gaudreau's got it again. Moves the puck into the avalanche zone, but not in deep as McCarr will knock it down and slide it ahead to Randon. Drops between his legs to Kadri. Kadri will leave it behind for Taves, who gets wrapped up by Dubé along the near boards. Good work there by Dylan Dubé. Back little dig it free. Slide it up the left wing side to Coleman. 
Coleman gets cut off by Curtis McDermott, who gives it away. Backlund steps in. Backlund centers and misses Dubé, who was alone in front with an empty net. Yeah, Michael had two options. He might have had a chance to wrap around and score or go the other way, and it didn't work. Backlund will chop the puck in from center as he takes a big hit from McDermott. Here's Eric Johnson on the wing side to Newhook. Crosses the red line and plays the right wing boards. Andre Burakovsky steps in and shoots and misses Markstrom's net. We're into the final 50 seconds of the second period of this 1-1 game. Tanev reverse the puck to Shillington. Who fires it right past Backlund. And that'll be an icing call with 42.9 seconds to play in the second. Following this contest, we'll bring you Jacob Markstrom's best save. It is the Shane Holm save of the game. And proceeds from all flame saves courtesy of our friends at Shane Holmes go to Kidsport Calgary. Visit ShaneHolmes.com, the better way to build. Faceoff coming up to Markstrom's right. Backlund will take it. Versus Sturm. He's been really good in the faceoff circle since he joined the Avalanche, but he loses this one. And it holds Backlund's stick. Ashland picks the puck up and bounces it off of Mangiapane to the Avalanche blue line. Taves will Back up, move it up the middle, ahead to Sturm. Chips the puck to Cogliano, and he'll shoot it in from center. Shillington gets there first. With those great feet, let's get it up the left wing side. Get the puck to Backman. He dumps it in with 20 seconds to play in the second period. Ever out of his net, gives it away to Foley. Rims it around to the far boards to Mangiapane. Mangiapane spins, tries to return the puck to Foley, over skates it behind the net. Monahan's in there with a four check. Monahan battling with Sturm in the near corner. Interesting that they have Monaghan out there with Mangiapane and Toffoli late in the second period as the horn sounds to signal the end of period number two here at Scotiabank Saddledome. Calgary doubling up Colorado in shots 30-15, to 15, but we are tied through two periods of play. We were scoreless following the first, but Tyler Toffoli scoring a power play goal at 9.31, his 18th making it 1-0 Flames. And then Valerie Nachushkin scoring a power play goal at 13.46, his 18th, to tie the game up for the Avalanche. And it is 1-1 through two periods of play tonight. Time for the final frame. Third period play-by-play is on Calgary Flames Radio. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Following a scoreless first period, Tyler Toffoli and Valerie Nachushkin traded tallies in the second period. Flames and the Avalanche in a battle between the top two teams in the Western Conference are tied at one following 40 minutes. Not a position these two teams are accustomed to being in. The Flames are second in the NHL in goal differential at a ridiculous plus 71. The Avalanche are third at plus 69. So they're usually ahead going to the third period, but not tonight. They're tied. The Flames are 6-5-5 five, and five when tied following 40 minutes. The Avalanche are 8-4-1. and one. Lou, really the polar opposite of what we saw here on Saturday night where both teams uh, seem to put the puck in the net every time they had it. Uh, tonight has been a much tighter checking game. I think uh, all in all a, a better hockey game as far as the way these two teams want to play. But what do you expect going to the third? Well, the one difference for me is that I would suggest the Flames have probably had more chances. They certainly had more in the second period going to be a matter of who capitalizes and who makes the fewest amount of mistakes. There's a chance for Kandrew right off the bat. Fires it high and wide of 
Markstrom's net. And now Ratton to Kadri with a shot fought off by Markstrom and Hannafin will clear the puck down the ice. That'll be an icing call on the Flames 24 seconds into this third period. The Flames with their home red jerseys on are moving from right to left on your radios. The Avalanche with their road whites from left to right. This is game three of a three-game season series between the two teams and the rubber match. The Flames beat the Avalanche 4-3 in overtime on March 5th. The Avalanche shut the Flames out 3-0 in the rematch on March 13th. Both of those games were played at Ball Arena in Denver, and both of those games featured Dan Vladar, not Jacob Markstrom, in between the pipes for the Flames. Well, Jacob's faced 17 shots now and certainly has been extremely sharp. He's had some difficult tests and no opportunity to stop the power play goal by Nachushkin on a redirect of a Kale McCarr shot. Neutral zone faceoff. Backman wins it versus Newhook. Shillington will take a pass from Tanev and slide it up the left wing side to Mangiapane who gets by Newhook, crosses the avalanche line, drives the net and gets wrapped up by Manson who sends him crashing into Kemper. Flames want a penalty call, but aren't going to get one. As a matter of fact, the faceoff appears to be coming outside of the Avalanche blue line. Yeah, Josh Manson having some words with Andrew, who made a nice lateral cut to get to the inside, almost able to get away. Good checking by the combination of Johnson and Josh Manson, who I think said a very strong game tonight for the Avs. And Andrew bumped into Kemper, faceoff outside the line. Backlund, with the help of the linesman, wins it. Back to Shillington, snaps the puck in from center. Ricochets up the far boards. Backlund throws it towards the net, looking for Toffoli, but it bounces off of him and into the far corner. Backlund slides at right point. Tanev a shot, kicked away by Kemper. That was a tough right pad save. Here comes Lekkonen, and up the right wing boards. He drives the net and shoots. Markstrom the save, loose puck in front, and it's cleared out of harm's way by Backlund. And in the blue paint, Shillington and Lackanen are paddling as Mangiapane brings the puck down the ice. Flames are in the middle of making a change as Mangiapane will throw it behind the net to Coleman. He turns into the near corner and banks it off the boards, back to the left boards, and Oahu with a shot that he fires wide of the avalanche dead. And now it gets by Gabranson right point. And that'll be an icing call on the avalanche with one minute and 31 seconds gone in the third period, and the score still tied at one. Jacob giving it to the referee, trying to work him for the next call or the next time he gets bumped. And our Terry Lekkinen, the former Canadian, did a nice job in the last shift to drive the net and get there, was involved with Shillington. And Markstrom, by the way, never afraid to uh, take his own shots on the opponent when he gets a chance. Nope. Got a little Billy Smith in him. Not a lot. No, a lot. that was at a very different <laughs> level. Yes. Certainly was. But cleared up the fireboards, not out. DeBranson will hold it in and drop it. Yarncrook with a shot off the outside of the avalanche net. And now Jack Johnson will shoot the puck down the ice, and that'll be another icing call on the Avalanche. Well, a Pacific Division battle coming your way in a couple of nights. It's the Kings coming to town. They are very ravaged these days with injuries. Pat will host Mr. Fireplace Flames warm up at 6. We will have the call of the game from the Peter Marr Radio Broadcast booth, sponsored by South Point Toyota just after 7. Battle between the top two teams in the Pacific Division right now. Wins with an offensive zone draw. Anderson with a shot. 
that goes off of Manson and wide of the Avalanche net. Comfort will corral it in the far corner and bank it off the end boards to Jack Johnson. Who can't clear ahead of it, holds it in and shoots off of Johnson and it ricochets back to the blue line to Anderson. Tries to give it to Goudreau, can't find the puck at his feet. And now Newhook will pick it up, lift it up in the air and to the Flames blue line. Hannafin will clear it out to center. Goudreau grabs, stick handles in. Waits for some reinforcements and drop. Anderson a shot that goes sailing over top of Kemper's net. Nakachuk will pick it up in the far corner. Move it in front, Lindholm. Trying to give it to Gaudreau, but his pass is broken up by Comfer, who dives and knocks the puck out to the neutral zone. Branson's going to shoot it back in from there. Puck bounces up the near board's helm. Leaves it behind for McCarr. Returns the puck to helm. He'll slide it out to center ahead to O'Connor. Logan O'Connor, born in Missouri City, Texas, raised right here in Calgary, played AAA for the Calgary Royals. Puck throwing in beyond the Flames net. Obey Kubel overskates it. Now Helm will back it up to the blue line. Obey Kubel holds it in momentarily, but now it bounces off of Lewis, and the puck ricochets deep in Avalanche territory. Lewis gets there first and leaves it in the far corner for Monaghan. Monaghan will lock it into the corner to Lewis. It slides it down low. His pass bounces off the blade of Lucic's stick. And now O'Connor gets pulled over by Lucic as McCarr picks the puck up, but can't get it out. Lewis holds it in for a moment, but now it ends up on O'Connor's stick, and he'll clear it into Flames territory. Both teams completing changes as Schillington slide it up the right wing side to Tanev, who glides across the red line and floats the puck into the near corner. Nivoli, who's got the Flames' only goal in there on the forecheck, along with Backlund, and now Majapani comes in. McDermott will pick up the puck and play it up the left wing side to Cadbury. The stick handles across the Flames line. Spins back to the right point. Throws the shot to the net. Stop. Rebound. And Markstrom denies Nachushkin for point blank range. Back to the blue line. Cadbury a shot. It's steered aside by Markstrom. And now here's Randon. Back to the right point. Johnson a shot. He fires it over top of the net as Hannafin tackles Nachushkin in front. Avalanche hold the puck in though. Randon will turn into the near quarter with it. Leave it in behind the net for Cadbury, who catches up to it in the far corner. Protects the puck from Anderson, who knocks him down, but Cadbury gets it in deep to Nichushkin. He'll turn into the near corner, protect the puck from Ajapani. Nichushkin into the high slot, drops it back to the blue line. Cadbury shoots, and shot goes off of Rantanen in front. And now Hannaford will pick it up and give it to Backlund, who springs to Foley, and the Flames will bring it in two on two. Foley, and up the left wing side, will shovel it in behind the net, but it's a signals cross with Majapani as the pass is intercepted by Newhook. He races into the flame zone up the right wing side and centers. Lekin and trying to shot, but his stick gets tied up by smartly by Yarncroke. And Azadorov will pick the puck up and skate it out. Slides it up the right wing side to Coleman. Coleman centers. Dubé, a one-timer, misses the net. Good chance there for Dylan Dubé, who has a game-high six shots on goal tonight. It's been a little snake bit. Orov with a stiff body check on Burakovsky in the near quarter. Burakovsky still comes up with the puck. Slides it down low. Zadorov laying on top of Lekkinen. They finally get up as the puck's picked up. Burakovsky steps in front and fires it off the goal post. And now the Flames will come the other way, but Dubé gets spun off the puck at center. Here comes Jack Johnson in up the right wing side. Cutting to the middle, he tries a shot, but a good stick by Yarncroke blocks it, and the puck trickles to Markstrom. Who covers it up with his glove and holds on. And for a game that's been fairly low event, Lou, a lot happening early in this third period. It's very true. Burakovsky able to come out from behind the net, uncovered, unchecked, and went short side, top shelf, had some room, and 
a good break for the Flames as doink it went off the crossbar and remains a 1-1 tie. Faceoff coming up to Markstrom's left. Monahan will take the draw versus Comper. Monahan out there for a shift with Gaudreau and Kachuk. Interesting. Wanted him to win a faceoff, and, and that's he did. exactly where he's going. He goes to the bench. Lindholm comes onto the ice. Flames get the pocket of the Avalanche zone. Lindholm trying to hold it in that point. Can't. Hoffer spins away from him and slides it ahead to Stern. The stick handles in and drops. Gets it back from Taves and shoots. It's stopped by Markstrom. And the rebounds batted wide of the net by Cogliano. Now the Flames will dump it down the ice. Icing is waved off as Kemper comes out of the Avalanche net. Clears it up the far boards by Lindholm. And ahead to obey Kubel, who's caught from behind. Good defensive play there by Gaudreau. And now the Flames are going to bring it back in. Kachak loses the puck, finds it, and shoots it in behind the avalanche net. Obey Kubel will take over in the far corner. Being double teamed by Lindholm and Gaudreau. And Lindholm steals it and leaves it in behind the net, but his pass gets by Gaudreau. And now Makar will just throw the puck up the middle of the ice and out to center. Monahan will drop to Hannafin. He slides it to Lewis. Lewis with a hard pass off Monahan's stick, deep into the avalanche zone. Your thoughts on Sean Monahan and his return to the lineup tonight? You know, hasn't played a ton, but won a boatload of faceoffs, and that last faceoff in the left wing side, that'll keep him in the lineup if he keeps winning those and giving Daryl that type of option. 70% of his faceoffs in the first two periods tonight, and now throws a big body check on. McDermott along the far boards. Monaghan's a big man. McDermott's a much bigger man. Now Lucic and Najushkin collide as Manson gets a shot off. Stopped by Markstrom. And then Markstrom and Rantanen get all tangled up. Flames want a penalty call. Markstrom's going to chop Rantanen. The referee's going to warn him as Majapani comes in and tries to feed it out in front of Backlund. But the pass gets broken up. After Foley tries a blind between his legs centering pass that's knocked away by Manson. Moving up the right wing side to Rantanen as we approach the eight minute mark of the third period here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. In a heavyweight fight between the top two teams in the Western Conference, the Pacific Division leading Flames and the Central Division leading Avalanche are tied at one. On second period goals by Tyler Toffoli and Valerie Nachushkin, both scored on the power play and both their 18th of the season. Bucking shot into the flame zone. Markstrom clears it up the near side and ahead to Dubé. Scampers across center. The Flames have a three on two as Tanev jumps up, but Dubé's pass to Coleman gets broken up by McCarr. And the fleet of foot defensemen will get away from the forechecking Coleman and clear the puck to the Flames' blue line. Blake Coleman lucky grabbed him by the jersey and got away with one. Puck loose at the Flames line. Anafin shoots it down the ice, and that'll be an icing call with. 11.31 left in the third period of this 1-1 game. Colorado starting to feel to me like they're taking the game over here a little bit. They've been able to really do a nice job breaking out of their own zone. They've had a number of good chances. Josh Manson, who does not have a goal in his career against Calgary, seven assists. He was set up beautifully walking in from the right point. Jacob Markstrom emotionally involved almost again to the point where you want to go... Maybe just bring it back a notch. Lock is chipped up the near boards. Goodrow able to slide it to Lindholm. Make that Coleman. 
And he'll dump the puck in behind the avalanche net as the Flames make a change. Bucks clear it out, but Lindholm will knock it down and bring it right back in. Lindholm, and up the right wing side, swoops in behind the avalanche net. And leaves it near side for Zadorov, who comes in off the left point, feeds it in front. Kachuk fighting for it, can't grab it. Zadorov spins and shoots and just misses. Now can Branson with a shot that goes high and wide of Kemper's net. Zadorov trying to keep it in left point. Gets all tangled up with Cogliano because they both fall on each other. And here comes Comfer out to center ice. Comfer, the meat in a Lindholm and Kachuk sandwich. They move the puck into the flame zone. Kadri drops it. Here comes Rantanen, and Nachushkin with a shot, a knuckle puck that goes just wide of Markstrom's net. And the puck deflects off of Monaghan's stick into the Flames bench and out of play. There have been some close calls in this third period. A total of 57 shots on goal between these two teams tonight. Calgary has 33 to Colorado's 24, but only two goals in this hockey game. Tyler Toffoli is 18th, Valerie Nachushkin is 18th, and those two second period power play goals have the Flames and the Avalanche tied at one. Back with more of the third period in a moment. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Home for your Calgary Flames and the NHL. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. We'll have the save of the game courtesy of Shane Holmes. After the contest, every one of them, Shane Holmes donates to Kids Sport Calgary. Visit ShaneHolmes.com. Better way to build in a 1-1 third period tie. Faceoff coming up to the right of Feisty Flames goaltender Jacob Markstrom. A little burn his saddle of late. Adry wins that offensive zone draw. Protects the puck from Kachuk and leaves it left point. Teams with a shot. Knocked down by Hannafin who loses his stick. Puck gets centered. Nachushkin trying a shot blocked by Anderson. Now Caves will slap the puck into the near quarter to Randon. He plays it right point. McCarver the shot through some traffic. And it goes sailing wide of the Flames net. And now Kachak will lift it up in the air. And to the Avalanche blue line. The Avs are going to the net. And they're going there hard with a purpose. And they have big bodies doing it. Especially the likes of Nachushkin and Randon. Here's Gaudreau. Moves it right wide to Kachak. Standing flat-footed, just outside the avalanche line. He plays a brink wide to Gaudreau, who shoots and gets stopped by Kemper. And now Lindholm takes down Kadri, and we've got a penalty call coming up against the Flames. And that's a tough one, because it happens about 185 feet. Actually, are they going to take both guys? They should. That was embellishment for sure. I don't think nope. they're going to. Looked like Kadri was going to go as well, but it's just Lindholm. Who takes an offensive zone penalty. Uh, the fans don't like it. But the Flames will have to live with it as they head to a Wolf Cadillac Calgary powered penalty kill. And they're only one for two on the PK tonight. Yeah, I didn't love that one. Well, an important penalty kill coming up here for the Flames. It's 1 1, just under 10 minutes to play in the third period. Faceoff coming up to Markstrom's right. Yarncroke and Backlund the forwards. Branson and Tanev, as usual, the defense going to start off this penalty kill. Is, uh, 91 and White falls over. <laughs> it's tossed out. And like that. Well, Rantanen will step in to take the draw versus Yarncroke. He's 91 and red. Rantanen wins it back to the left point to Taves. Moves the puck far boards to McCarr, who backs it up to the blue line. Taves, near circle to Kadri. In tight to Rantanen. Brantman returns the puck to Cadbury, who backs it up to the blue line to Taves. Taves top of the far circle to Makar. 
who does some dangling and tries to drop the puck, but it gets by Taves, who has to chase it back to his blue line. Devon Taves tied for fifth in the NHL in goals by defenseman with 12 and 10th in the league in points by defenseman with 47. Spending most of the season on a pairing with Kale McCarr. Here comes Kadri in with a shot. Good blocker stop by Markstrom. And now Yarncroke tries to clear, but can't. It's held in left point. Taves across Ratton and shoots, and they score. Miko Rantanen took the shot, and Valerie Nachushkin tipped the puck past Jacob Markstrom. His second goal of the game gives the Avalanche a 2-1 to lead. That is high-end skill right there. That puck gets side-to-side side in a hurry. Flames trying to be aggressive on the puck. The Avs rotate it, and a perfect pass. Rantanen for Nachushkin, who has both goals, and both of them on the power play as he's up to 19 goals on the season. It's his third multi-goal game of the year. Yeah, career high, 19 goals and 39 points in only 49 games for former 10th overall pick Valerie Nachushkin, who's missed 18 games with upper body injuries and in COVID protocol this season, but is still having a career year. Here's the go-ahead goal. And the night brother, 19th of the year. Scored by number 13, Valerie Nuchuskin. Assist to number 96, Miko Rantanen. And to number 7, Devon Hayes. Power play goal to 10-52. Well, all like foreigner Jacob Markstrom, hot-blooded right now. Let's see if the Flames can battle back tonight. 8.56 to play in period number 3 here at Scotiabank. Saddledome, Calgary's out shooting Colorado 34-28. But on a pair of goals by Val Nuchuskin, it is the Avalanche 2 and the Flames 1. Back with more of the third period. And Pat will have a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard as well. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Your team, your station. Calgary Flames Radio is on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. 8.56 to play in the third period here at the Dome where the Flames are down for the first time tonight. The Avalanche on a couple of goals by Valerie Dechushkin have taken a 2-1 lead. Have a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard. Here's Patrick Steinberg. Just one other game underway right now. Anaheim leading Dallas 2-1 late in the second. Couple of finals of note for you. Predators get by the Senators 4-1. Same score wild over the Philadelphia Flyers. Foley is the Flames' only goal in this game. Saucer pass to center. Mangiapane scampers across the avalanche line. Puts in the brakes and drops. Shillington shoots off the left shoulder of Kemper. And it deflects over the glass and out of play, but Oliver Shillington really leaned into that shot. Yeah, eight goals on the season for Oliver, and he did indeed let it go with authority. And that was a shot that Darcy Kemper literally fought off. It wasn't clean by any stretch. And again, Ooh. I think it got a piece of his face mask. That's the second time he's made a save that way in this game. Oliver Shillington snapping four-game pointless and six-game goal of streaks with a goal at his team's 9-5 victory over the Oilers on Saturday night. Has a career-high eight goals, 19 assists, and 21 points so far this season. Make that 27 points so far this season. Here's Tanev. There's the puck to the neutral zone where it's picked up and shot in by Cogliano. Acquired from the Sharks for a fifth-round pick last Monday. And they need him now with all the injuries they have both at forward and on defense. Avalanche get the puck in deep. Comfort can't come up with it. Defoley, it's bumped off the puck by Obey Kubel. 
who holds it in and slides it across the line. Comper tries to chop it back to Obey Kubel, but Backlund strips him of the puck and dances out to center and moves it to Mangiapane. Tries to return the puck to Backlund. Eric Johnson picks off the pass and lifts the puck off the glass. Not out. Eric Branson jumps up into the air, keeps it in, and Mangiapane shoots. And Kemper makes the save. Good play by Eric to keep it alive. Used a six-foot-four-inch frame. Added to it with a little jump in the air. Kept it alive. And Andrew did well to take it and rip it. Derek, this has not been an overly good period for the home side. I, you could almost feel that Colorado goal coming. Yeah. Stings a little more because it comes on an offensive zone penalty. And an iffy one. Yeah, and to one of your top penalty killers. Zadora with a shot, stop, loose puck. Monahan is denied by Kemper. Good chance there for Sean Monahan trying to snap 14 game goalless and pointless streaks. Crowd trying to help the Flames get back even in this game as Lewis wins a puck battle. Shovels it behind the Avalanche net. Monahan, Oliver, Eric Johnson on the four check. Johnson spins away and gives it to Jack Johnson. It's the Johnson and Johnson defense pairing for the Avalanche, and they're going to clear the puck down the ice. Both teams changing as O'Connor chops Lewis in the back of the legs as they head to the respective benches. Now Coleman will pick the puck up, skate it across center, backhand it into the far corner. James will pick it up, clear it up to the earboards, and puck will slide by Nechushkin and back to the Flames' blue line. Hannafin. Moves it up the far side to Anderson, who spins and drops to his partner, Hannafin. He scurries across center, and now the Avalanche line and leaves the left side for Coleman. Coleman drops to Dubé, who tries a shot, but it's blocked by McCarr. He'll bounce it off of Kadri's stick, and out. And here comes Nachushkin in. Loses his footing and the puck. Anderson finds it. Here come the Flames, three on three the other way. Anderson wrapped up from behind and taken down by Kadri. Penalty call coming up against the Avalanche forward. And you know the Flames fans are going to let him hear about it. They're not big fans of number 91 in white. And Miko Rantan's hot because he feels like Anderson should have been penalized at the other end for a pull down, and he wasn't. So here's a glorious chance for the Flames, who are one for three on the power play. The Abs are two for three to tie this game. Now the special teams battle looms large after giving up five power play goals in their first 32 home games. The Flames have surrendered five power play goals in their last two home games and now they're going to try to get back to even in the special teams battle tonight by scoring on their fourth power play. They win the draw. Here's Goudreau. Far circle to Kachuk. Stick handles in and shoots but that shot goes fluttering over top of Kemper's net. The puck drops in the near corner and Kachuk will pick it up and work it back to the right point to Anderson. He slaps it behind the net to Kachuk. He centers. Lindholm trying a one-timer. Fans on it. And the loose puck is picked up and dumped down the ice by Sturm. Ooh, they won't get a much better chance with their leading goal getter than that, but he tried to one-time it and just fanned. Lindholm with 20 goals in his last 24 games on a ridiculous roll. Roll banking off the boards up the far side to DeFoley. Plays it back to the blue line to Anderson. Slides the top of the deer circle to Gaudreau. Gaudreau will back up to the left point. And now slip it in behind the net to Kachuk. Kachuk centers. Lindholm tries to shoot. They take that one-timer away. And Foley will hold the puck in right point. Foley, far corner to Gaudreau. Behind the net to Kachuk. Saucers it back up the far boards to Gaudreau. They'll play it to the blue line to Anderson. 
Anderson, top of the near circle to Defoli. Now far half boards to Gaudreau, back to Anderson with a shot that misses, and now it bounces off Kemper's leg, and trickles just wide, and now O'Connor and Kachuk start throwing punches, and everybody comes piling in. That puck almost came off the end boards, hit Kemper and went in, but it did not. It's Darcy who had a shutout against the Flames on March the 13th have certainly been a key figure in this game again tonight with 37 saves to this point. Reminded me a little of one of the oddest game winners you'd see in the league last night with Tage Thompson breaking his stick. Puck went off the end boards, came back, hit Kevin Lankinen in a win over the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, the Hawks are the best team in the NHL at blowing leads. Oof. Blew a 3-0 third period lead against the Golden Knights on Saturday and then a four-goal lead against the Sabres last night. Puck back to the blue line. Hannafin shoots right into the gut of the goaltender, Kemper, who holds on. It was the first time since 1989 that the Sabres had overcome a four-goal deficit to win a hockey game, so it had been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough, tough couple of games for the Blackhawks has not been their year. Faceoff coming up to Camper's left, 45 seconds left in the Cadbury penalty. 5.23 to play in the third period. It is Colorado 2 and Calgary 1 in a battle between the top two teams in the Western Conference. Stern wins that defensive zone draw versus Yarn Crook. Now we've got a fight for it in the far corner as Eric Johnson falls on top of the puck. Yarn Crook gets tripped up by Sturm. Ajapani in there with dogged determination, trying to get to it. Gets held up by Jack Johnson as Cogliano grabs the puck. Gets bumped off of it by four fellow number 11 Backlund, but the puck ends up sliding out of the avalanche zone and down the ice. Anelfin will pick it up, speed to center. Tries to give the puck to Backlund, but it bounces away from him. But Dubé will knock it down and slide it left point to Hannafin. Hannafin returns the puck to Dubé, who spins and drops it to Hannafin. Hannafin with a shot, knocked out. Ajapani shoots. Nice right pad kick save by Kemper. Just a few seconds left in the Avalanche penalty is Nechkushin, who's got two goals, will pick up the puck and bank it off the boards and down the ice as Kadri steps out of the penalty box. Here's Kadri right point. Manson with a shot, fought off by Marikstrom. And now Hannafin, bank it off the boards to Kachuk. He drops to Hannafin. He slides the right wing side to Tanev, who skates the puck to center, shoots it in. Kachuk. Gaudreau in there in the forecheck, Kachuk steals it and drops it to Gaudreau, who tries to return the puck to Kachuk, but the pass is a poor one, intercepted by Taves, who shovels the puck down the ice. Shillington races back to get it. One hands a pass to Tanev, gets checked by Lackanen. Those two guys fall as they fight for it along the far board. Lindholm and Newhook come in. Tanev ends up winning that puck battle, gives the puck to his partner, Shillington. Leaves it for Kachuk. And now Tanev will start the breakout. Backs the puck up to Shillington. With his team changing, he throws it in reverse. Backs up towards his goaltender, Markstrom, but moves the right wing side to Gabranson. Drops it back to Shillington. The Avalanche are changing now. Three and a half to play in the third. And the Flames trailing 2-1. There's Lewis to Lucic. It's bumped out of the ice by Cogliano. As McCarr picks the puck up and skips it into Flames territory. Zorro will clear it right back out. Here's Lucic up the left wing side. He crosses the avalanche line and chips it in. And here's the chase after it. With a big body check along the end boards. And Sturm is down. 
and very slow to get up. Looks like he's got a right arm or shoulder problem. Here comes Nachushkin in. He gets stick checked by Zadorov. Nachushkin gets it back and centers it. Kadri with a shot that goes off of Monaghan. Up over the glass and out of play. And Nico Sturm is feeling it. Sitting at the end of the Avalanche bench. Trevor absolutely crunched him into what looked like the dasher from our vantage point. Flames down 2-1, 2.58 to go in regulation. Nikita Zadorov and Curtis McDermott having a chat. We'll keep an eye on those two guys when we come back. A little bit less than three minutes to play in the third period here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. Tyler Toffoli gave the Flames a one nothing lead, but since then, Valerie Nechushkin has tallied not once, but twice. All three goals in this game scored on the power play, and it is Colorado 2 and Calgary 1. We'll see if the Flames can draw even with the Avalanche when they come back. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Fired up since 1980, the Flames are only on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. We're in the final three minutes of the third period here at Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. Flames trail the Colorado Avalanche 2-1 in a fight between the top two teams of the Western Conference and the rubber match in their three-game season series. Back will pick up the puck, get it across his blue line and slide it across to Toffoli. The stick handles into the Avalanche zone and shoots, and that shot goes off the car's stick up over the glass and out of play. Lou, the Flames are out shooting the Avalanche 40-30, to so they've done a good job getting pucks to their opponent's net. I feel like they could do a little bit better job getting bodies to the Avalanche net, though. That, to me, has been a bit of a difference, is even though the Avs only have 30 shots, I feel like they've made life a lot more miserable in and around Jacob Markstrom than the Flames have been able to around Darcy Kemper. Well, let's see if they can do it in the final two and a half minutes. For now, Markstrom remains in the Flames' net. Faceoff coming up to Kemper's right. Yarn Crook will take it versus Comfort. Comfort wins it. The Avalanche can't clear it. Shillington shoots and is stopped by Kemper. And Yarn Crook, to his credit, did make a beeline to the Avalanche net there. He did, but couldn't get there. So the Avs have done, the Avs have played a really solid road game tonight, despite the fact they've given up 41 shots on goal. Another faceoff coming up to Kemper's right. It's Yarncroke versus Comfer again. Yarncroke wins this one. Cleanly back to the left point to Schillington with a head and shoulder fake and a shot bobbled by Kemper. And now it's centered. Coleman shoots off the left shoulder of Kemper and over top of the Avalanche net. And now Tanev swoops in to pick it up. Turns into the near corner and slides a left point. Shillington shoots and shots blocked. Now Coleman with a shot that also gets blocked and Manson will pick the puck up and clear it out to center. Well, you know Lindholm, Gaudreau, and Kachuk are coming over the boards next, and here they come. Shillington will start the breakout. Move it up the middle to Lindholm. He drops it off to Gaudreau. There goes Markstrom to the Flames bench as Gaudreau. Plays it up the right wing boards. Kachuk bobbles the puck, has to recover it at the red line. And now he gives it to Hannafin. Reverses it to Anderson. He speeds across center and shoots it in. Kemper tries to play the puck but misses it. Now Kachuk throws one towards the net. It's blockered away by Kemper. And now it's lifted over Gaudreau's head and down the ice. This will be an icing call on the Avalanche. Well, this Kadri saying Gaudreau touched the puck, but uh, the linesman disagree. And the Flames will get an offensive zone faceoff with their goaltender on the bench and an extra attacker on the ice at 1.30 
left in the third period with the Avalanche leading 2-1. I think the Avs have a beef. I swear that puck was cleared off a flame skate after some good traffic that time. Blake Coleman from the high slot hit a rolling puck just over top of the net. Kemper made a pretty good save from in tight. Well, the faceoff stays in. To Kemper's right, Backlund, Kachuk, Lindholm, Gaudreau, Hannafin, and Anderson, the six attackers for the Flames as they try to square the score. Puck to the right point to Anderson. He slides it across the line. Hannafin shoots that shot. Goes wide of the Avalanche net. Now Gaudreau will lock it down low. Taves is down in front. Puck to the right point. Anderson off of Lindholm sticking wide, and Taves is still down and barely moving in front of the Avalanche goaltender. Not sure what happened to him. Oh, oh he's bleeding oh, he's profusely. Bleeding. Yes, he is. Must have taken a puck or a stick oh. in the nose. Good look there. Well, yeah, I don't maybe a bad look, depending on your perspective. But uh, good camera shot on Sportsnet West. Can I guess a puck came up there? Oh, no. no. That's a shoulder or an elbow to the face from Lindholm. Inadvertent. Trying to get position to deflect the puck. And the Avs won't like this. They won't like it, and from a Flames perspective, it's, unless they're gonna get a penalty, I don't think they're going to, but this is gonna give them a chance to rest their top players. As Devon Taves, who has had a career year, finally gets to his feet and uh, Got a towel on his nose as he heads down the tunnel towards the Avalanche dressing room. So the Avalanche lose one of their top two defensemen with a one-goal lead and now 1-13 remaining in regulation time and a face-off coming up to Darcy Camper's right. I'm going to guess that uh, nose may need some realignment. Yeah. All right, well, this is a Flames team that has found... A lot of different ways to win this season. Let's see if they can at least get this game to overtime. By the way, the Avs are 14, one and six in one goal games this season. Have to be able to win those one goal games come the Stanley Cup playoffs. Daryl Sutter's been telling us that all season. All right, so. The six attackers for the Flames. They've got four forwards out there. Backlund, Kachuk, Lindholm, and Gaudreau. And two defensemen. Actually, five forwards. Toffoli's out there as well. The one defenseman is Anderson. Avalanche with the defensive zone draw. Rantanen will clear the puck off of Anderson and out. Now Kadri picks it up and shoots, but his shot gets blocked by Toffoli, who immediately sends the puck out to center to Kachuk. Plays it rink wide to Lindholm. Backs it up to Anderson. We're into the final minute now as Anderson stick handle the center, shoot the puck into the avalanche zone, Kemper comes out to get it, clears it up the fireboards, not out, Lindholm knocks it down low to Toffoli, he taps it far quarter to Kachuk, he slides the puck right point to Anderson, Anderson returns it to Kachuk, he steps into the circle and shoots off the outside of the goal post, and now Lindholm gets shoved down to the ice by Jack Johnson, but the avalanche can't clear, Lindholm near quarter to Toffoli, and now left point to Gaudreau, Gaudreau walks the line with 30 seconds left, Gaudreau slides it far corner. Kachuk slaps it off the back of Lindholm and then up over the glass and out of play. See if Daryl uses his timeout here. Lou, it's so interesting because the Flames' top line of Elias Lindholm, Matthew Kachuk, and Johnny Gaudreau were so in sync on Saturday night. And tonight, it's, it's like they've been just a little bit off. They have. 
but give the opponent credit too. Yeah. They've they've done such a better job than what the Oilers did, and here comes the Flames. Timeout. Kale McLean try and draw up a six-five, six-on-five play to tie the game from Boomer in the morning. Flames talk. Jeff Merrick show. Big show. Calgary Flames hockey. More Flames talk. Get all our shows. Either listen live or by podcast. So. You can absolutely listen to Sportsnet 960 The Fan on your radio. Stream us. And we love to podcast our shows now. And you can catch up on those Amazon, Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get yours. Well, Devon Taves knows how important these two points are. And uh, he's back on the ice. Is he? Yeah, Devon Taves. We don't know if he broke his nose, but it sure looked like he did. But uh, he knows how important he is to this team, so he's going to suck it up and uh, try to help his team close this game out. 22.2 seconds to play in the third period. We've got a face-off coming up to Kemper's left. Markstrom is on the Flames bench. They've got an extra attacker on the ice. Down by a goal late in the third period. Lindholm will take the draw versus Kadri. Lindholm wins it. Back to the blue line to Defoli. Moves it far boards to Gaudreau. Pucks bouncing on him. He can't corral it. Chushkin picks it up. And Gaudreau's been banged up now. And we've got a penalty call coming up against the Avalanche. And guess who? Nazem Kadri. High stick. Not a lot of time left, but... Flames will be working six on four now. Yeah, got to stick right up into the face of Johnny Gaudreau. So Kadri makes his way to the penalty box again, and the Flames head it to another Holmes by Abbey power play. They are one for four with the man advantage tonight. That's not bad. What is, is the fact that their penalty kill has suddenly started the struggle. They're only one for three on the PK. Flames win the offensive zone draw. Anderson slides it far side to Gaudreau, gives it back to Anderson. He shoots, and Kemper, through some traffic, reaches out and grabs the puck with his glove and holds on with now 8.1 seconds left. Just haven't quite been able to get there for redirects or just a little bit more traffic to take Darcy's eyes away. Well, they won that draw cleanly. They're going to have to do it again. Another face-off to Kemper's left. Lindholm versus Sturm this time. Lindholm wins it. Back to Gaudreau. Gaudreau shoots, is stopped, big rebound, Sturm picks it up, can't clear it, Gaudreau with a shot, blocked, and the Flames run out of time. And Anderson with some words for the Avalanche bench as they step onto the ice to celebrate a win in what was a battle between the top two teams in the Western Conference and potentially a preview of the Western Conference Final. If these two teams get to where they're trending to, a hard-fought game here at Scotiabank Saddledome tonight. And on not one, but two goals by Valerie Nachushkin. The Avalanche come from behind to defeat the Flames 2-1. to one.